If you can find a path or a subject that you can be passionate about, you'll never feel you've worked a day in your life. Welcome to this brand new Lightbulb Moment episode brought to you in partnership with Dell Technologies, who believe in shining a light on these life-changing moments shared by incredible founders and entrepreneurs taken from my conversations of inspiration. It really is an honour to share their inspiration with you, and I hope their story impacts your own thinking as deeply as it has mine. Bow your head and let your eyelids close on down. Where we're going, you won't need to bring your frown. At this time of year, exam results can loom large for many, just as the rest of us are switching off for the summer. So I thought this light bulb moment today was very timely from a man who failed nearly all his exams and went on to found an iconic brand of hotels. For me, there are very few places I can truly relax. Surprise, surprise, I don't find it easy. However, one of my sanctuaries is Rob Hudson's collection of the Pig Hotels. Carefully curated with the most incredibly unique interiors, each hotel has its own personality. But everyone still feels like home. I had the pleasure of meeting Robin at the Pig, tucked away in the New Forest, where I was welcomed by birds singing, the most incredible hotel, and of course, an open-armed Robin, who I could have just spoken to for hours. Dear Rob, so you've just got your O-level results and let's face it, you've made a right horlicks of them, didn't you? I know you've had loads of fun over the past couple of years, chasing girls around, loafing about listening to rock music and generally trying to be cool, but you were supposed to be doing some schoolwork at the same time. To be fair, it's not that you're stupid or lazy, you're just easily distracted by the fun stuff. Now you haven't been invited into the sixth form, so what the hell are you going to do? Mum and Dad have suggested catering or hospitality on account of you liking cooking. Sounds a good idea. You never know, at some point in the future, the best chefs might become the rock stars of the day. Look, it's not a disaster. Just a temporary setback. Eventually, this situation could even be the making of you. You know, there are lots of really successful people who started life a bit like this. And to be honest, when you look at many of them today... They seem to be the people really enjoying life. All too many more conventional careers appear to end in work, boredom and a countdown to retirement. If you can find a path or a subject that you can be passionate about, you'll never feel you've worked a day in your life. Of course, you've made it hard for yourself. You're going to have to push yourself to work harder than everyone else, make the right decisions along the way and be alert to opportunities. So let's look at what you've got. In the junior school football team, you were described as a tenacious tackler. Now, that's a really good trait. You're quite creative. You do have a can-do attitude and have been gifted with a certain easygoing charm that people warm to. So that combination sounds like a pretty good start. What you really don't realise is by falling into the world of hospitality slightly by chance you are entering the most amazing, exciting and dynamic industry that will suit you down to the ground. Now, you definitely won't be bored. Every day will be different. Your work environment will be like a theatre, filled with fascinating people doing interesting things. You will meet musicians, film stars and heads of state. You will witness important events and see the best and worst of people. You will work alongside a cast of characters from all over the world, 
and in a single minute converse with paupers and princes. But be warned, this will be a complete lifestyle, not just a nine-to-five job that you can forget about when you leave the office. It will be all-consuming and not for the work-shy or faint-hearted. You're going to have to balance all this hard work with your personal life. Your family are, and will be, important to you. You're going to need a very special and understanding wife. You will need not only her love, but also her unwavering support through this exciting life journey. I hope you'll be blessed with children. You'll be a natural dad, but you'll need to be careful not to be a workaholic, absent father. You need to somehow juggle your work and family. You will want to be around to help your children develop their potential, but it won't always be easy. I hope these words are helpful, Rob. You know, I have a sneaking feeling it will work out okay in the end. Lots of love, Rob, age 63 and a quarter. Exam results will be coming out and I can imagine there are so many parents listening who wish they could not only take away the anxiety of the dreaded weight from their children, but also that so much of modern life didn't rest on these moments in time, which let's face it, are out of date. As a woman who's never been academic, nearly got expelled and failed a certain exam monumentally, I believe the system our children find themselves in needs totally reinventing. One of my favourite things to watch with Harry is a video of the brilliant Prince EA on YouTube. It's called I Sued the School System. It is ridiculously powerful. You see him put the whole school system on trial and cross-examine governing boards on why the school setup has not been updated in 150 years. Unlike phones, cars and everything we interact with, which have all seen amazing innovation, the school system hasn't. He highlights that schools were there to train people to work in factories, hence why we all sit in rows, eight hours a day looking at the front of the class, where grade A was created as it stood for product quality in things such as meat. He goes on to talk about how no two brains are the same, and yet the school system, the exams everyone sits in, are a one-size-fits-all. If you've never seen it, please take time out with your children and watch it. It puts you back on track because if you're like me, you get caught up in it all and it puts such an emphasis on these bloody letters. I mean, how, when I do what I do, talk about living this best life, your good life, can I still chat to Harry about how he turns his B into an A? I do think that I am here to push him to become his best as his mother, and I'm lucky that he is far more academic than me. So that push happens to be to an A. But I still get caught up in it all, because it is hard not to. Even though I don't believe in the cookie-cutter society, I have a child who's happily heading off to uni next year. However much I try and persuade him, there is another way the system has got him. I honestly believe he is very happy with these choices, but I so wish I could take matters into my own hands. I think about Robin and going to catering school, how not doing well in the system gave him this most extraordinary life. And he's gone on to build famous brands, employ thousands of people and have a lifestyle that's exciting where no two days are the same. I think a lot about Ken Robinson, who gave one of the most famous TED Talks of all time, 
Do Schools Kill Creativity? Watched by over 73 million people. My favourite part is the story about Gillian, who was having trouble at school. She disturbed the class and couldn't sit still. Nowadays, it might have been diagnosed as ADHD. The mother asked for a meeting as she was so concerned. After their chat, the teacher took the mum out of the classroom, putting on the radio before he closed the door. He asked her to watch her daughter. There she was, moving to the music, as if she was breathing in the notes. The teacher tells the mother that Gillian is not sick, she is just a dancer and she needs to go to dance school. Gillian did and ended up graduating from the Royal Ballet School, founded a dance school herself, became responsible for some of the best theatre productions in history with Andrew Lloyd Webber and is a multi-millionaire. Ken raises the point that other teachers would maybe have recommended a doctor and thus medication for Gillian. I so hope that ultimately, with society changing and the introduction of a new species, AI, into our civilization, might break the system we still find ourselves in, where no child is treated as an individual with talents that are very different to the kid they sit next to, and so on. That AI and technology advancements increases our need to be more human, more individual, and celebrate the uniqueness we all possess that we cultivate generations of children who are so confident in what they can bring to the table, they walk the earth as powerful, happy individuals. Imagine the healing power of a society content and confident in areas of life we have squashed, where no goldfish is asked to climb trees. Maybe this might even save the planet the moment we get them out of the factory of school as we know it today. For now, though, as a woman who has built successful businesses, never went to uni and got an E in my business studies, grades are a snapshot in time, time spent in the factory of education, that the chances of your child being born is one in 400 trillion and that they are the miracle you know them to be and that we can't wait to see what they bloom into outside of these grades. I'm sending you and your children all my love and luck. A big thank you to Dell Technologies who've brought us this episode today. I hope you enjoyed this light bulb moment to listen to my whole conversation with Robin Hudson, founder of The Pig Hotel Group, or any of my past founders. Search Conversations of Inspiration wherever you get your podcasts. And guess what? I'm going to ask you, have you ever written a review? Have you ever rated one of my podcasts? If not, could I ask you to do it? I would so, so appreciate it. And it will also help so many more people find conversations of inspiration. Mm-hmm.